0: You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me
1: Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let Let me talk! 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 One, two...
0: First piece of silverware for the season in the bag and no shortage of things to talk about after Manchester City's win on penalties in the UEFA Super Cup. You're listening to Let Me Talk. I'm David Mooney. With me is the Athletic City correspondent, Sam Lee. Hello, Sam. Hello, all right. Uh, Where are you at the moment? I'm losing track now.
1: Yeah, so am I. Singapore. Um, So, yeah, Singapore. Since the game's finished, I've gone to the airport in Sydney, had a seven, eight-hour flight to Singapore. Um... Just another 13 hours till I get back to Helsinki. When's that going to be for you? Well, for some point Friday morning. Yeah, and then back to Manchester. Yeah, Friday. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Back in time for it's Newcastle, It's one of those things, mate. you
1: know. It's not a well, yeah. I, well, I'm down to go. I can go, and I, I don't, but I don't have to go. The perfect, the perfect blend. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. But um, whether I'm looking forward to going and being there or watching it on the TV and not doing anything remains to be seen yeah, but it's, can... one of, it's one of those things you know when you book a trip somewhere and then the, the way back it's just like I'll just do it and we'll put up with it and then when it comes around you just go what have we done this for yeah <laughs> uh, to be fair I, I don't feel like it's fully horrendous I don't, I don't mind it the flight tonight is just fully overnight and we should all be knackered we should all sleep and yeah like I say I've got pretty easy weekends I, I can go to the game and watch it I can go to the game and work I can go to the game and not work or I could stay home and watch it, so I've got all options open. But um, I think it'd be a better game than it was last
0: night, anyway. Yeah, well uh, let's talk about the severe game for today's show Um, I think the headline uh, tends to be from the goal scorer in these sorts of games Uh, So let's start with Cole Palmer Um, Because it was, I thought it was an interesting selection to start with Because it it was one of them where you toss a coin to try and work out If Guardiola's taking the Super Cup seriously and Cole Palmer seriously Or if he's taking the Super Cup as a little bit of a mess around and Cole Palmer's come in
1: Mm, yeah, I hadn't thought again. I hadn't thought about it because I woke up, and by the time I got the the stream working, getting TNT working, it was like five minutes in. So I was kind of like, okay, so who's where? And what's going on? Um, and yeah, it was that phone in the middle. Oh yeah, Palmer's playing. Okay. Um, the, the whole, in terms of that, kind of summing up the feelings towards the game from the the squad. I mean, it seems like I hope people in some want to say this but it's almost better not to lose like they, they obviously wanted to win but it would have been shitter to lose than it was brilliant to win yeah I mean having said that I'm now watching uh, images from the City Twitter account of them all dancing around the changing room so they obviously looked enough. they, they actually looked like it could be from after the Champions League final so um, yeah they, they're obviously, they obviously were very happy with it but I just feel like the, the, the feeling of losing those games is worse than the feeling of of winning is good do you
0: know what I mean I know what you mean it's like a, it, it, it's not a direct comparison because um, going into it you like like uh, going into it I wasn't sure whether whether kind of like I really cared whether city won it or not and then when the penalty shootout comes along I'm like well yeah I hope they win this I, like I I hope they yeah, go yeah. on and uh, and do it but actually had had it finished 1-0 to Sevilla I wouldn't be coming away devastated at the end of it I'm not like I'm not that no, invested No it's annoying
1: though isn't it especially after the, yeah. the, the community shield like city shouldn't have really lost the community shield so that was annoying in itself so you don't want another one and like, even with the way the first half went, because like, like my family were waking up at various points, so like, "How's it been?" And I was like, "Well, it's not been great, but like Severe winning, but they had one attack and they scored from it, and that's it really. Um, so it would have been annoying. But then it was quite funny at the start of the second half when.
0: Everything fell just to went pieces. A bit yeah, mental and have loads
1: of counterattacks. Just kept giving the ball away stupidly. Walker was shocking.
0: There was there was one to, for Rod- the was doing. There was one for Rodri that was amazing. Where he just like he just turned and like he, he was facing the Sevilla player to square to him and just went there you go mate. And just passed it straight to him.
1: <laughs> it very it was very unusual, wasn't it? That that period at the start of the second half, and then there was like a bit seventy minutes around seventy minutes. Um, my because my brother and his. His, his partner and their kid was staying with us, but they, they live in Australia, so they were leaving because they had an earlier flight. So they left about like half six of time, so I missed about five minutes, and I came back in, and like the commentators were like severe, just can't get out, and I was like okay. So City of like they're doing their the thing, screw then, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which it seemed like they were going to do at the start of the second half, because the, the the first half finished pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was quite funny. I mean, I suppose to bring it back to Palmer, but or at least in terms of the goal he scored, it seemed like that was the main slash only area that City were going to get any joy that left hand side either switched to the back post or you know Grealish had a couple of shots himself didn't he in the first half but it, it did seem like that was overload the left and then switched to the right that that did seem to be the most profitable way of doing anything for City especially because like Harland just, like if they'd said he had three touches in the game I wouldn't have been surprised mm. if, if they'd said he had two in the second half I'd genuinely think I don't even think it was as much as that um, so, yeah, it wasn't an easy night to, to create chances. And then fair play to Palmer for putting it away when it came. Because, look, at this point, it might, it might not even be about um, taking chances when they're given. But all he can do is take them. But it was, it, was, it was interesting afterwards, wasn't it, that Guardiola said he's either going to stay or he's going to go permanently. Like, he's not going to go on loan. And that's really interesting because there were stories floating around from West Ham at the end of last week, wasn't there? God, what day we Start of this week? end of last week but it was about um, recently West Ham asked (laughs) yeah yeah. West Ham asked Palmer about a loan but he said but they got like they got no encouragement that that would be an option but then they asked about a sale and they got more encouragement that an actual sale would be an option Um, and that's obviously what Guardiola's confirmed and it's also interesting because and now this is obviously not right or at least it's outdated but somebody messaged me I think as I was going to bed Saturday yeah saying Palmer's got a loan move lined up to Burnley but it um, it can only be done or will only be done when City sign a replacement and this is a, from a, a lad who normally knows this stuff and he told me exactly who he got it from and I was like okay well that that does sound legit but I, I checked it out with other people and they were like no I'm not I'm not sure about that um, but yeah I think it, it definitely would have been true at some point it, it's seemingly they had lined up a, lo- a loan move to Burnley but now for whatever reason maybe know, maybe, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe it's it just wasn't like, true in fact it, it, just, it just must have been true in the first place because yeah. of who said it and, and how it came about but yeah obviously now it seems like he's either staying or going permanently and I guess if you know Doku does arrive then it's going we talked last on the last show didn't we about how they're looking at the squad and you know if Palmer goes then they definitely need a winger uh, if he stays then it may just be Pakatar as the option but it seems like now they've got to the stage where they are going after Doku but obviously, until he's in, they can't really plan
0: anything. So he's he's staying around. Yeah, um, I do wonder if... They, it seems
1: a bit rushed, doesn't it, for him to
0: go yeah. fully? I just wonder if it, it's kind of like lateness in the window um, discussions that, though, because like if they'd let him go to Burnley, what, I don't know, three, four weeks ago, I don't know what the what the time frame would have been. Um yeah. they're in this situation then where they have to go out and get someone. Whereas at the moment they're in a situation where they don't oh, have yeah. to. they like it, it can if it doesn't if everything that they want to yeah. try and do in the transfer market falls through, they still have an option there that that if they've let him go or they, they, they don't have. Um and it kind of yeah, leads it's into not ideal,
1: but they're they're all right.
0: Yeah, it kind of leads into where I was I was looking at Palmer for this season. Um because obviously uh came off the bench in the community shield, uh scored uh, came off the bench against Burnley, pretty light on, but he did come off the bench and and, um, and get some minutes. Obviously started the Super Cup. I, I, we'd likely, do you think, like, if nobody comes in, like, is it planned that he will be much more involved this season? Or is it a case of he just has to be because of the, the, the numbers in yeah, the squad?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, we probably said exactly the same 12 months ago, and that was the plan, wasn't it? You know, him and him and Mara is on the right because Jesus and Sterling had gone but it didn't really pan out and that, you know, I guess that's part of the reason he, that if he does go that he will go because of how last season panned out and you know he's obviously quality and if he goes elsewhere like just to, just to dip into FPL chat for five seconds if he were to go to Burnley like permanently or like another Premier League team on loan that is a, like, I think he'd do really well and therefore he's going straight in my FPL team I think like, Yeah, che- cheap, cheap points. And he can yeah. spend the money elsewhere yeah, but I, I, he's obviously quality. Like He's obviously quality. Um, but in terms of the quality, yeah, like the attitude and application wasn't always there last season. Um, bit, of, bit of, yeah, a bit of a funny one in that sense. You know, you know, we talked about, I think we might have even made this comparison on the last show, but you know, Rico Lewis is proper head like, down, work hard kind of guy. I'm not sure Cole's exactly there yet. Um, but he is quality. He will be a good player. Uh, like I say, leaving permanently does feel like a bit of a, an acceleration of of his circumstances. Yeah. Because it does seem like he's got plenty to offer. But then, there, you know, that might be part of the thinking behind the scenes. You know, it might... Because I remember doing that state of play thing in, like, February when, and saying, like, Palmer might go on loan in the summer because it's not working out for him and they're not particularly happy with him and it's not going brilliantly. Um, and, you know, maybe that just ties into it now, you know, because... And that's the other side of it, to be fair. It's just come back to me. I think he wants to go permanently. I don't think he wants... Alone, which is which again seems a little. It seems like there's something missing, doesn't it? Like, why does he want to go permanently when he could just go on loan, have a good year, and then there's a having given he's played so much already. There's a decent chance that he could come back in, and if he doesn't, he could go yeah. again. It's just to kind of makes sense to us on the outside, not having all the information, as a kind of keep your options open kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think seemingly, yeah, yeah, that that does sound familiar. Something I heard a couple of weeks ago. I think he. He wants that permanent move. I think Brighton was, God, if you, if you go to Brighton, he'd definitely be all over in front of the hour. The only problem is rotation there. But yeah, that would be, be great. Um, yeah, I think, he, I think he fancies that move. I don't know if that's where he's going to go because he's got loads of offers, Germany as well. Um, but yeah, it just seems like a really good player. Mm. But then it'd be, well, what did we talk about before? 30, 35 million? Just off the top of my head, that, that kind of thing that would feel right. 40 would probably be too much but anything in the 20s is too low Yeah. so 30-35 seems about fair enough but you'd also want the clauses on that because again look these, these buyback clauses as we've seen with Lavia even if it's like a quality player who has got the quality to come back doesn't always work does it yeah um, it, doesn't, it doesn't always pan out um, but yeah it's, uh, it does seem like a strange one but last season was a bit was a bit off the rails. so it, it that's well, probably the root of it all.
0: Yeah, and I kind of wonder if, if last season because I I feel for him. You look at last season and it's basically a write off the way it went. Like it, it just was barely involved and and didn't uh, didn't get any yeah. uh, any time in the team. And so it's almost like you've got the opportunity this summer to just reset things and and go again. And. Like it feels already like he's been much more involved this year than in any previous year, and that I mean, obviously, that's a good sign for for going forward. If he doesn't get his move, um, and he doesn't uh, he doesn't leave, then you kind of in this situation again where. Um, uh, the talk is whether City need to go out and get the Mares replacement or whether Palmer can can do all that. Um, and you look at, at the performances that he's put in, especially especially the Super Cup. I can kind of I, I kind of feel I can see what Guardiola can see wrong with him in that sense. The, the number of times where um, it, it just looked like like his decision making was not even the wrong decision, but maybe half a second behind where it needs to be. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, uh, there's probably an element of. I mean I suppose it's difficult because if Doku comes in or anyone else then it's a new player and they will take time but I guess Guardiola just thinks their ceiling's higher and they're more ready to go now yeah. than, than Palmer is and you've also got the element of Palmer being open to at least it alone but probably a permanent deal as well um, so yeah there's, 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 all, there's all kinds of factors in it but like I say he, he, is, he is quality but this is the thing we always kind of look at football in this linear kind of way young player homegrown obviously it means more to fans and fans want to see more homegrown players coming through and you see them and you want it to work out you go well he is quality you go we've got space on the right hand side so you know as a fan from a fan's point of view it's two and two together that's perfect Yeah, and if the criticism um, is that well, he,
0: he takes on he, he, he gets the ball cuts inside yeah, and shoots too much yet. Yeah, but if that's the criticism yeah, it's like that, yet, that, that's fine. exactly what Mares was doing
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah anything like, like you said before like if there's space to improve then again you would think that's normal play him and he'll get there um, it's just yeah, it's just obviously not as just not as simple as that. Football really is, um, and I mean we'll, we'll soon find out what's going on. But um, it, it's definitely one of those where he's not he's not going to go away. It's not even like you know McAtee got back on the radar halfway through last season when it clicked for him. But I don't think I don't think Palmer's going to go away. You know what I mean? I think everyone's going to know exactly how he's getting on every week, whether he's great yeah. or whether it doesn't work. Um, and look, if he's great, then people will say City made a mistake. Which may not be the case, and if, if he's if he's bad, then people will say City made the right decision. and may not be the case, but um, but also if yeah, it is it's, a
0: if it is a loan or a transfer, you would expect someone like Palmer, for instance, to be attracting a Premier League um, club rather than. I mean, I know Sheffield United are now a Premier League club, but they weren't when McAtee went there. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Um, yeah, that just looked like his, his level. Burnley Burnley makes sense, but you know, Brighton. If Brighton are in for him, yeah, that's just, it's just a great move, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd be very excited by that I, th- I was thinking about this with all City players bringing in Like, they could say they're bringing in oh, oh God, I'm not even going to admit just somebody shy and I'd be like okay I'm really interested I really hope that happens like, I'm really interested to see how that works like, and like, with, with Declan Rice I hadn't really considered it a possibility until finding out they definitely wanted him and I know loads of people didn't really but I was like I, just, I want to see how this happens I want to see how it works and obviously speak to people about what they were thinking Same with Pakita, like I hadn't really thought about it as a possibility. I'd never thought about it as a possibility before, but now it is. I'm like, get him in. I want to see what happens. Um, And obviously, it would be the same with Palmer. But if he goes elsewhere, then it's exactly the same again because you just think, okay, I want to see what these City guys can do out in the wild.
0: Yeah, is that is that kind of Galaxy brain thinking? Of Guardiola needs to go manage Rotherham to see what he can do there. Sign, sign, yeah, sign! Um, all the rubbish players for City and see what Guardiola does.
1: <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, there's that stupid, snide kind of. Oh, I'd like to see him do that. Like, then we'll see how good he is. Which is like only dickhead say, but I would genuinely like to see it because wouldn't that be fascinating? Mm. Like, there's no, there's no, there's no reason for it to ever happen. There's, there is no need for that conversation to ever be had. But I'd, I'd love to see it in the same way I'd, I'd like to see it with everyone. I like, to, you know, they should, one year they or one summer they should, they should get like. All the best managers in the world just to manage shit teams. And then you realise what a stupid fucking thought that is. And I don't know why it's been such a mainstream thing for 10 years. It's just people are idiots. Um, But yeah, that's long since established. And that's why people come here for some sense.
0: Coming up after a short ad break, we'll take a look at Edison's strong start to the season. And we'll discuss Kyle Walker wanting more recognition within the squad. Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. Head over to LMTPod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. Let's talk about Edison um, because uh, he's he's continued a little bit this season where he left off. Uh, we didn't really discuss this after after the Burnley game, um, but he was a big part of the display. And I've since read uh, a piece on the Athletic by uh, Stuart James who uh, talked about that role of Edison stepping into centre back that we were discuss- we discussed it you know a fair few times last season. Um, and then when I went back yeah, in, and
1: before, I remember doing in the pandemic as
0: well. Yeah, and I and I mean I remember that Southampton game where, um, oh, Che Adams scored from the halfway line, and that was because Zinchenko gave it away when Edison was doing that, and it yes. was just like, oh yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, so it's not it's not a new concept, but you look at uh, the way they were doing it against against Burnley, especially it was it was not really that easy to do against Sevilla. Um, but the options, it was open up, opening up for the way that uh, Burnley went man-to-man and just Edison there tempting them out to, to, to come and press him. You look at, uh, at the, the way he could be involved this season. Like I said he's picked up from where he left off last season. It's kind of that, I think that's kind of a little bit unfair because I feel like he's, he's already starting this season in a position to go, I can be the key man in, in you know, the, the latest evolution of Guardiola city.
1: Yeah, 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 he has started. I suppose the only things that had on to previous conversations about Edison, because I said about how Guardiola rates Ortega so much, that Ortega could have started the season as number one if Edison hadn't had that. End of the season, all we said then was fair play to Edison because he really did step up, particularly in the Champions League games. And again, fair play to Edison because he's, he's back on it from the start. And again, if, we talk, if we're talk, trying to like do a complacency checker throughout the season, uh, the fact that you know Edison is one of the kind of biggest parties in the squad can have a great end of the season, have a great summer, you know, personally, and then come back and keep up his good form. As somebody who, and in a position where it's not necessarily easy to keep up good form, especially from one season to the next, then fair play to him again. I mean, can he ever save a penalty? That would be nice. <laughs> um, but other other than that, like, I, I can't, you know what, I can't even remember if it was last night or or Burnley, but there was just And it was the kind of thing he does all the time, but he just dropped a pass into somebody. It was probably about 15 yards inside the City half. But it was long enough to be over the head of... I think it was severe Long enough to be over the head of the opposition, but not too long that the City player had to kind of backpedal and go into the other line of severe pressure. And and he does it all the time, but it's just like it's so easy to to take for granted that stuff. But I mean, obviously, the more eye-catching stuff now is he's making... He's making good saves well, as well. Well, this is it. I mean,
0: um, we've we've said for a long time. Um, oh well, he's so crucial to the way Guardiola plays, and it's very easy then as, as a critic of his to turn around and go, oh yeah, but it's nice if he made a save, sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. And you look at, at what he's. I mean, penalties aside, we'll we we'll, I I'll come to that in a second. Um, but. Like the the one the, the the close range one against Sevilla was um, he should have saved that because it was hit at him and he was spreading himself it was a, he, he he spread himself well but then that one on one yeah that one on one straight after City had scored and I was like I, I was I, I was sat in I sat in my living room watching that City have scored and I'm and then suddenly Sevilla on the counter attack and I'm like how have you let them get into this position having just equalised yeah. um, and Edison just goes nope that's mine thanks very much.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, like we said, it was, it was the City were
0: doing some odd stuff. And I
1: suppose if you're going to read too much into it, or read a lot into it, you could, you could say it doesn't bode necessarily well. But I suppose if we go back to your first question about you know how seriously they took the game, I know, God, who was it after the game? Grealish was saying that Pep had been telling them a lot for the last few days, you know, it's really important. They want it to do it for the club. And that's something you can kind of overlook, isn't it? Yeah, but like yeah. for, for the club to say, we've got this achievement, we've got this trophy... In the cabinet, you know, as part of history now, they can say that in fifty years, they can say yeah. that in hundred years. I, I mean, look at Sevilla. That's
0: Sevilla, what is it now? Six times they've they've lost that that competition. You could see is that it? they were they were pretty pissed off with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw there was one lad in the crowd like, really seriously crying. I was like, all right, mate. Um, but yeah, um, so they were. You know, obviously Guardiola was saying, and Guardiola just wants to win trophies, doesn't he? If it's one game. Like a, a super cup or community shield or whatever, or like an actual trophy that you have to fight for over a series of months and weeks, then he wants to win it. But in terms of like the goal that Severe scored, for example, now I've not had a chance. It was I don't think it was properly analysed, and I've not had a chance to get proper angles and try and look it at it myself. But I don't know how the ball ended up going straight from their goalkeeper into City's half along the floor. I don't know. I don't know who fucked up for that, or it, it must have been a couple of people. Um, I'll try and ask, ask somebody if anyone still cares for an answer next time or, you know, just look at it and try and work it out. Um, but then it was, like, it was just stuff, little things like Rodri, but Walker in particular, it wasn't terrible, but it was just a bit passive. And you just think, well, that's a bit shit. And you could read into it that, oh, yeah, complacency, or they're not ready this season, but they'll be fine, whichever way you want to go with it. But I just think in that type of game... I think you just instinctively know it's not the biggest game of your life as much yeah. as you want to win it and as much as the celebrations afterwards suggest they wanted to win it. But you think, in a big Champions League game, they've just got that energy. Yeah. You know, Walker's not letting that cross come in that easily. Rodri's not letting that ball get so far away from him. Whoever fucking let them pass the ball all the way into their half from the goalkeeper, it's not happening in a big game. But then I was thinking, because obviously I've had a lot of time to think about it since. Not that, I've, not that I've done a lot, but one of the thoughts I've had since was like, not even in a in a big Champions League game but Newcastle at the weekend <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
0: that's exactly you know, what I was just going to say you know
1: big game late evening you know I, I mean look may, may, maybe City are bad again maybe Newcastle do well maybe Walker make some mistake. Or whatever but I, I, just I just think in a proper game where everybody knows that it really means something even you know second, second game of the season so it's not it's, well, it's not crunch time is it but I just think there's going to be that competitive tension there that we see from the best City teams and it may not be compared to you know Real Madrid at home that we saw in in May but it'll be I think it'll be much better than it was last night.
0: Yeah. Um forty three penalties Edison has faced, including shootouts. Um, how many has he saved? This is
1: one of those where there's bound to be like three, but Oh yeah, I do remember. I remember one at Crystal Palace when the run the winning run ended yeah. in seventeen eighteen, that was just before New Year's. Um so I remember that one. Give me a second. I'm going to go with 3, but I can't remember the other two. It's
0: actually so 5. Yeah. It's actually 5. Okay. Um, so he saved he saved that one from Milivojevic uh against Crystal Palace. He saved from Dries Mertens earlier in that season uh, against Napoli in the uh, Champions League group. Um yeah, okay. later that season, uh he saved from Aubameyang uh, at uh, Arsenal. Um the midweek after the uh, oh, nice. the League Cup final where they, they beat them 3-0 and then 3-0. Um, he saved against Everton was that the game that was the game in the snow
1: oh god they missed a penalty in that game yeah I was on I was on holiday not the Lake District then I did watch it Um, like I've (laughs) done on every holiday I just watch fucking City games even though I don't have to Um, yeah okay I don't don't remember that at all at all maybe the stream didn't work in the second half yeah it was Was it was the second half half, yeah
0: Um, I, he saved. Uh, he saved for, against Everton on the final day on Aguero's uh, farewell. That was the last one. Uh, oh God, yeah. The last one that he saved, and he saved in the shootout um, against uh, Chelsea. Saved from Jorginho uh, in that nil-nil draw at Wembley. Those are the five. But it's, uh, it's still five what from forty-three. Draw? You <laughs> kind of. You, you kind of uh, that was the, the League Cup final in twenty nineteen. Uh, the uh, most famously remembered for Keppa not wanting to oh, come yeah, off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, OK. Yeah, God, no, I don't remember that either. Yeah. Um, but it's five, five from 43, which I think maybe yeah, should, quite, be, should it? be a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't get to take one either. I was kind of hoping that he'd get to take one at this stage. You know, like, since Guardiola spent so yeah. long saying he was the best shooter in the club. And I'm kind of like, all right. Yeah, and
1: also, like, the thing is, like, you've got to shoot out. And also, I suppose, again, once it goes to penalties, kind of like you said earlier, once it goes to penalties, you especially don't want to lose. But it's not like... It's not a risk, is it? Letting Edison no. take a penalty. i tell you what's a risk, making Carl Walker take one. I know. That's <laughs> I know. a risk. I know. Did you like, see? I thought, I, again, maybe I was reading too much into it based on how I feel, but when they showed, you know, they showed the bench and it was like McAtee and some of the Rico Lewis and some of the other lads, I, I just had that feeling. Not that they were surprised, but I just think that the default expectation was that he was going to miss it. Obviously, it, the kind of tensions ramped up because if he had missed, then. That probably would have been it, um, or so you'd you'd feel at the time. But it just felt like there was a. Everybody kind of thought, okay, this is a this is a tough one. Yeah, this is a difficult one to, to do, uh, like everyone did, sat home and in the stadium, I'm sure. But and then Walker said afterwards that Guardiola decided the order.
0: Yeah, I was I was going to ask and, about and that. Then because... He said it comes
1: down to captaincy and leadership. So look, there's there's a, there's a rumor that I've heard. Well, not not that I've heard that a, a colleague kind of said, but he hasn't he hasn't confirmed it, and I've not confirmed it either. But it's that. Part of the, the Pep Charm offensive to keep Walker was to like, promise him the captaincy. Now, again, that would be a shit thing to do if the whole thing is that everybody votes for the captains. You can't just like, decide that. Um, and so, again, it may not be true, but it's just interesting. And then Walker said, you know, he gave me the fifth penalty and it's about captaincy and leadership and that kind of thing. But it, it was also is, that
0: Walker said... He was wearing the armband an awful lot. Yeah, but it was also that Walker said um, that uh, anyone who knows me knows I don't like taking penalties. Um, yeah, yeah. and it's just kind of like, like like his whole thing was I I just don't want to miss because I don't want to let the team down, and like that's absolutely fine. But you yeah. think of you think of the the huddle that that they go into a, at the start of a penalty shootout, and I know that it's it's different when it's like Super Cup compared to Champions League final for for instance. Um, but you would think at that at that stage, if, if Guardiola would come up to you and said, uh, "Do you have a penalty?" and Walker's not that. Like not that keen on taking them. He'd go, yeah. no, I'm, I don't really fancy one. So if if Guardiola has set what? out the order and gone, he, he might he might look at it and go, you know, we all take penalties in training. Actually, you might not like taking them, but you, you're quite good at them, and you you know you're one of the ones who scores the most. So you, you're having number five. I just think it's an interesting dynamic where there's there's almost that element of choice removed from from the player to almost kind of not allow them that the agency for the for the psychology to kind of get into their own head. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I'm thinking because I think one of the main reasons Walker wanted to go was he felt you know a bit undervalued last season and you know, obviously going into the last year of his contract he didn't want he didn't want to be phased out um, and also part of the big reason that he's staying now is his Guardiola charm offensive of how you know how important they've made him feel to the club with the new contract well two new contract offers you know Guardiola taking him out well I don't know about taking him out for dinner but they went out for dinner together and you know it's I've been told that you know Walker does really appreciate Guardiola's efforts, and you know feels a bit flattered by it, and that's a big reason in him staying. Now it's almost like Guardiola doing that slightly, you know, you know how he's like really sarcastic. I'm not need to explain it too much more. <laughs> yeah, but it's almost like, oh, you want to feel valued, dear? All right, do you want then you feel twisted. We <laughs> we'll take this fifth penalty then, dickhead. I know you don't like him, but go on. I, I, I just wonder if I wonder if there's part of that in it as well. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's funny in it because you think I was I was working out. I was like, well, who's going to take one? Haaland and Alvarez fine I was like mm. Kovacic Foden and beyond that I wasn't sure and obviously when Grealish stepped up a third or whatever it was I was a fair play to him um,
0: yeah I'd never seen him take yeah, a penalty Foden before. Not I don't know, he, don't know if he had for Villa
1: no God knows um, but yeah very yeah just uh, kind of an unusual order but again I mean, we're picking over the order but. Who expected City to score the five penalties after, after the Community Shield? And not just the Community Shield, but like...
0: The last five just, years, yeah. Just the general, yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. Even when they're going well, it always feels like they're going badly. So Harlem decide. it was interesting to see who was going to take them. And Again, Kovacic, um, in term, just in terms of the dynamic of the game, Kanji going into midfield, it was a bit clunky, wasn't it? But did, it was quite funny in the first half, because before he was going into midfield... He was carrying it so much. And I was like, this is what we were talking about last weekend. I was like, you know, if you don't want to use him like Joel Matip to Liverpool just to bring the ball up. I was like, he could be." And then he was doing it. I was like, this is weird. And then when he was in midfield, I was, yeah, because he's just not good in small spaces, is he? He's not, he's not the one you want to do that. And again, going back to how Guardiola was treating it. I don't think he's doing that in a bigger game, is he? Putting a kanji in there. Mm. But as a kind of, OK, well, we might need it this season. Let's see. Um, and again but then you know there's probably reasons for on another night or against another team maybe it had gone through Guardiola but you know, there's probably those are reasons why it wasn't going to be Guardiola on the night or maybe Cesar Kanji is more likely to do it than Guardiola I don't know but, or maybe he's just trying different people with different options in fact just talking about um, different reasons for selections that we don't really consider uh, apparently Alvarez was going to start last night but he had a bit of a muscle injury and could only play like 10-15 minutes All right. and then they only brought him on right at the end because Palmer was so knackered. Although it looked like Palmer and Foden had been put in an oven in the first half, and, I, and when like when my wife woke up, she was like, oh, he looks knackered." I was like, "He looked like that after 20 minutes. <laughs> it was bright red. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was boiling there." Uh, wasn't yeah, it.
0: Grealish said afterwards it was uh, it was really really humid. Um, and uh, yeah, well, speak. i mean speak while well, we've been speaking about Edison and, and Palmer. Did you see uh, the video of uh, of uh, after the game Edison telling Palmer how yes. to do the trophy lift properly? <laughs>
1: I did see that. It was good because it was like the caption was kind of suggesting like the proper advice and at first it was just like he was saying do it properly but then by the end he was proper like Fuck,
0: you know yeah, just wind, come on like, wind it up a bit and yeah. then do it yeah
1: <laughs> have you ever done this before kind of thing.
0: Yeah I love stuff like that. Great, uh, great stuff.
1: Yeah it was good. I mean there's always I'm looking forward to this do- City documentary as well obviously I'm sure a lot of people are but the one from last season
0: and I think I'd
1: imagine I'd imagine they're doing another one because I looked um, you know the bench at Burnley is pretty small so they had they had like the press officers and like Scott Carson and some of the other traveling staff anyway. <laughs> yeah, but they did have one of the social media guys with a big camera. So I was like, okay, well they're doing it again. But it makes like at this point, why would you not? Yeah, just why do it. Why would you every not have year. a camera follow everything and then you decide what you're going to do with it at the end? Like, why would you not do it? So it's just, yeah. just safely assume every year that they have got one. And obviously, I, I, I saw that it's coming out this month, but I didn't see exactly when. Um, but that that'd be pretty soon because it was August, were not it? And by the time people are listening to this, it will be 17th, 18th. So, yeah, that'd be interesting. I, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to that.
0: That's it for the free version of Let Me Talk. If you subscribe on Memberful, then we're talking about all sorts of things, including Haaland, fitting him into the team, that sort of stuff. Uh, we're looking at Foden playing centrally, and we talk about some of the players that are potentially leaving, don't we, Sam? Yeah, um,
1: Laporte, Ortega, these kind of things. Players leaving, some players coming in as well, more on Doku, a bit on Pakatar, how it's all fitting together. All that kind of stuff that hopefully you enjoy hearing
0: that's all for members uh, those ad-free episodes are longer The rounds earlier as well uh, you can find out more on lmtpod.com if you want to send us an email hello at lmtpod.com is the way to do it we're on twitter instagram and tiktok again just search for lmtpod there's plenty of extra stuff on there completely free as well thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time here you go,